Hi, just a quick note to add to the intro to our new series that we will be doing on Conceiving Christian America Snowflake Adoption with myself and Lynn Greb. We have been talking about this topic since we began reading the book Conceiving Christian America, Embryo Adoption and Reproductive Politics by Risa Cromer. And in the book, Ms. Cromer talks quite a bit about the political agenda of white evangelical Christians. And we wanted to take a moment to clarify some of our thoughts on the evangelical Christian movement in America, recognizing that not all people who consider themselves Christians hold the extreme beliefs that are espoused by many of the people who are big supporters of frozen embryo adoption. It's important to note that fundamentalist Christians believe that all life begins at conception, that all life is created in the image of God, that all life contains an element of the divine, and all life occurs as part of God's divine plan. To destroy that divinely ordained life is to violate God's will and to put yourself in opposition to divine mandate. This belief is based on a very literal interpretation of scripture. And it's important to understand that when we talk about these belief systems and the political changes that the advocates of these systems belong to, that we're not talking about every single person who believes that there is a God. We're not talking about every single person that believes that Christ is the Son of God. We recognize that there is controversy, there are differing opinions, especially when it comes to the use of assisted reproductive technology, when it comes to the concept of creating numerous embryos for the purposes of implantation, and that people have differing views on whether or not those embryos constitute a person and should be extended the rights of personhood. We also recognize that not all Christians or people who consider themselves Christians have an agenda that seeks to criminalize bodily autonomy, that seeks to criminalize people's ability to engage in reproductive health choices, in uh, exercising their choice to have children or to not have children. So we just want to be clear that this is a topic that can be very triggering for a lot of people. And we hope that the listeners will bear with us as we explore this topic, as we go through the different chapters of the book, hopefully talk to different experts in the in this area, as well as get the views of adult adoptees who have a lot of questions about how this really plays out 
for the person created through these practices and the implications for their health and well-being. So thank you. And uh, we look forward to interacting with you as the weeks go by.